Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Ah, yes. Thank you. Money-Making Conversations, I'm your host, as he said earlier, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money-Making Conversation radio talk show or podcast is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I am one of the leading voices of entertainment and entrepreneurship in this country. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. My guests, in turn, deliver information to my listeners about their career, motivation, budget planning, and how they live a balanced life which leads to the secrets of success. My next guest, I'm excited. I'm always excited about all my guests, but when, when you see a person and lay out their body of work uh, in such a diverse format, it really uh, is a blessing because of entertainment can, can pigeonhole you. And I can tell you right now, his career has not been pigeonholed. My next guest body of work has filled the screens of televisions and movie screens all over the world from Eddie... Uh, from Eddie Sutton on the ABC Family's uh, Lincoln Heights, as Luke on the HBO drama In Treatment, as uh, Detective Hank Griffin on the long-running NBC series Grimm, and the movies Fences, directed by my boy Denzel Washington, and Creed II, which starred uh, Michael B. Jordan, which stars Michael B. Jordan. He was born and raised in Oakland, California. He was in the theater program at Boston University and studied for a summer at the British Academy of Dramatic Arts program at Oxford University. He is on the show today to talk about his new series, Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, 7 p.m. Central on NBC. Please welcome for the very first time to Money Making Conversation, Russell Hornsby. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> hey, Russell, I had to lay you That's out there, man. Doing, I had to lay you out there, Russell. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but you you know you know how to lay a brother out too. I tell you. Well, you know, you, Russell. You know, I, first of all, congratulations on and I, I don't say congratulations on what you have done on what you will be doing because your resume has allowed you to establish your your consistency and your authenticity as a as a as a professional in this business. And we know that's tough to do. We know it's tough to get on series at last because sometimes you can't plan. Talk to, just before we get started into the interview and everything, talk about your, your experience in Hollywood and the entertainment business a little bit. Well, you know, um, first for me, first and foremost, uh, what was most important to me before, and I, I say this, in re, you know, in just in retrospect, was uh, having studied as an actor. You know, uh, I, you know as, you, as you stated in the intro, studying at Boston, Boston University, uh, getting my degree in theater arts, having an opportunity to study the British Academy for Dramatic Arts. But more importantly for me was being able to spend two years with August Wilson. Yes. I, um, I like to say that that time I spent with August doing the play Jitney all over the country and then off-Broadway mm-hmm. gave me my master's in life, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in acting and in life. And so it, it, it prepared me to be able to bring forth that that authenticity mm-hmm. and and have a uh, a depth of feeling and personality that feels you know that can't be matched and that you can't um, manufacture it has right. to be in you mm-hmm. you know and so 
It helped me to understand who I was and who I am, where I come from, so that I was able to, when I walked into L.A., when I came to L.A., right. nobody could tell me who I was, right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and put that upon me. I already knew. Right. And so I had a clear understanding of that. And it's really, it's really impressive because it shows in your style of work. And uh, it was, I got to tell you a little, a little fun side story. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, a good friend mm-hmm. of mine, a talent mm-hmm. I manage as well. And uh, we was on the phone before this interview was even locked down. And he was saying, hey, Rashawn, I got an idea. I go, what, what's Stephen A.? What, what's the idea you got today? Hey, man, remember that show on uh, ESPN? At, at Playmakers? Mm. Playmakers? Man, we need to bring that yeah. back. I said, ah, uh, <laughs> I said, first of all, outstanding suggestion. <laughs> but the yeah. powers that be may not want it coming back because that series right there, man, I'm going to tell you something, brother. Incredibly, uh, uh, you know, you know, only 11 episodes aired. And, but it That's has right. stuck. That's right. It has stuck in a part of Americana as great television, uh, uh, authentic, real television, um, you know, just 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 talk about that experience a little bit because from a viewer's standpoint, you know, to have him tell talk to me about that and let him know that it's you know that that because we always talk about producing different television shows and different things that you can reboot, and that's why I was that's why we was in discussion mm-hmm. about it. But man, that was an incredible uh, a television production that was on ESPN. Well, well you know, ironically enough, I while we were shooting at it, just after we finished shooting, while it was airing, I ran into Stephen A. in Times Square, just in front of the ABC <laughs> building, or right there. Right, he right. Said, brother, he said, "Brother, I love you on that show, Playmakers." Man, <laughs> man killing it on that show. And I was, I was always first and last time, first and only time I've ever met Stephen A. Smith, uh-huh. but. You know, we just had an opportunity. Uh, John Eisendrath, who created and wrote the show, mm-hmm. I mean, he just he was just telling the truth as to what he saw, and he right. gave an authentic portrayal mm-hmm. of what was happening to athletes, mm-hmm. you know, in professional football. Right. And you know, I I appreciate giving giving that opportunity to honestly to to tell the truth, right. really, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. not glamorize it and not sensationalize it and not gloss it over. Right. They were really coming from a representational standpoint, honestly. Absolutely. And I think that's what really, I think that's what really resonated with audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. How honest and real it was. And it was also outstanding acting, outstanding acting. Did that because of the fact that I always tell people in order to to like a show, you have to be able to take the journey with the actor. If the Jack, that's what actor has Mm -hmm. to bring you in and, and you feel a relationship with him. And on that show, I felt as a viewer, I felt a relationship, and it was a hit show. So yeah, I say that because yeah. of the fact that, you know, you, you know, when you say you, know, you get the ratings back and you go, man, we're a hit, then you, in your mind you think, oh, man, I, I've landed a jackpot. And that is not yeah. how Hollywood works sometimes. You know, you know, here's a show, had the numbers, was delivering the goods, the acting was great, and it, was, and it went away. That probably set a, a, a tone for you of with Hollywood that wow, what sometimes is real is not real. Correct? A- a- absolutely. You know what? I, what you learned very early is that you know Hollywood is the business of show. Yes, it is. And and if and if and if the business doesn't make sense, the show ain't gonna work. Right, right, uh, right, right. And, and so there are a lot of people who have to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put a show on the air or when you put a movie on the screen or what have you, 
And again, you're right. I learned very early that nothing is guaranteed, quite right. honestly. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but also, though, how I was reared, how I was raised, coming from Oakland, being black in America, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> I understand that. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. Just, <clears throat> you know, that, that, that's in me. So you never take anything for granted. You, you know, what's, what, what you, all you can go by is what you have today. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, and you can't depend on yesterday. Yeah, we're talking to Russell Hornsby uh, on his new series that's coming out in January on NBC. Um, Let's talk about that character, because that that you're playing in this one-hour drama that's on NBC. Now, we just talked about the series at ESPN. You were playing a running back. Running back, very athletic. Yeah. Very athletic. Mm -hmm. Now you're playing a, a character that's a quadriplegic. And, you know, that's a, you know... I, I was trying to wrap my head around how you, how you, you know, because we all, your whole life has been a physical life. Yeah. Walk us through the steps of preparation for a role where it was about, you know, your mind, your expressions are really only going to be in your face, you know, the delivery, mm-hmm. the, the nuances of the tone that had to be a journey for you. Correct. It, it really did. It really was a journey, Rashad. And but one that I was so willing to take, <laughs> I and know. I believe ready for. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an actor who I, I embrace a challenge at yes, any and every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was a little nervous, you know, before taking it on, before we began shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be honest about that. But I knew that I could do it. I knew I was prepared because I knew that the the Lord would not put me, you know, what they say, uh, they wouldn't, he wouldn't drop me off here. <laughs> yes, you know sir. what I mean? Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Um, and so I knew that, that, I, that I was ready. But for me, what had prepared me most, quite honestly, right. for this role was my ability and my time in school of working on Shakespeare mm-hmm. and also my time in doing the plays of August Wilson. Yes, sir. Because what we're, when, we're, when we're talking about, see, what, what I feel that what Shakespeare does with the language is able to bend the language, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about this high language where all you're doing is using your words. Mm-hmm. My liege, I did deny no prisoners, but I remember when the fight was done, when I was dry with rage and extreme toil, right? So, so that, that's Shakespeare, right? Yes. But then you have the beautiful expression of August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Right. So you you marry the bard and the blues together. So mm-hmm. August says, I don't know about you and Leroy, but Purnell made me kill him. Right. Purnell called me champ. I told him my name's King. He said, yeah, champ. I go on. I don't say nothing. He don't know. My daddy killed the man for calling him out his name. He don't know. He messing with King Henry II. So that's rhythm now. You see what I mean? <laughs> yes, so sir. We marry the bard and the blues of August Wilson together. Uh, Playmakers was in 2003. Come on now, 16 yes, years. I have seen you on TV consistently, in the movies consistently. So yes. when you walk on that set, remember this, Russell. All the energy is being produced by you, and it just permeates to the mm-hmm. rest of the cast because they have to step up to your resume. They have to step up to your work ethic. And I think it's beautiful because right. on this particular series, you can't even move. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you, you know, nothing happens by accident. Um, a wise man and dear friend of mine, Stephen Henderson, used to tell me things don't just happen. Things happen just. Yes. And it happened by virtue of the work that you put in. 
and your uh, willingness to do the work. But I have to honestly, we brought, we brought his, we raised his name earlier. I have to give a lot of kudos to Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is that I had an opportunity to do in 2010 to do, to be part of the revival of fences on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, and then to be able to come back six years later and do the film, to be handpicked by him yet again to do this film and getting a chance to share the stage and the screen with one of, I think, the greatest actors God put breath in, Thank quite you. honestly. Thank you. And it said to me, it, it instilled me with confidence that said, you are here. So don't retreat back, move forward. And it was D who instead he says, no, 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 you're supposed to be here. Because I, I remember asking him, I said, no, I remember <laughs> saying to him, when we the first day of shooting, I said, AD, thank you. He said, thank you for what? I said, you know, for, there you, go. for you know, for, for having me here, you know, for giving me this opportunity. He said, no, 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 brother. I didn't give you nothing. You, you earned it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm You're saying. You're supposed to be here. That's what I'm and saying. And that... From that, that just it told me everything I needed to know and everything I needed to hear. Well, Russell, he just validated Rashawn McDonald. That's all I was saying about you, brother. That's all I was saying about That's you. Right. Your, your, your career, right. it validates anytime you walk on the stage. Now, your humbleness makes you say thank you, which we all should do. We should all not assume yeah. that that happened because who I am. Because people can look the mm-hmm. other way. But no, my man, you're special. He's starring on my. He's starring on money making conversation right now, but he's going to be starring on NBC. Lincoln Rhyme Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January tenth at eight p.m. Eastern and Pacific, seven p.m. Central on NBC. My man Russell, thank you for coming on my show. I hope you understand that, brother. I'm a fan, but I also do my homework because I know what you do and what you deliver. Rashawn, brother, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure meeting you, and just thank you for your support. <laughs> and I'm going to tell Stephen A. I'm going to tell Stephen A. I'll talk to you today, too, as well. <laughs> Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lonnie Love. You have to believe in yourself. If nobody else believes in you, believe in yourself. With me being the first woman to host Essence Festival with 70,000 people um, to introduce Michelle Obama, that just doesn't come overnight. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lynn Whitfield. Your daughter, Charity, is a hot mess on Greenleaf. Well, she is. She is. She's just trying to find her footing and she got spoiled because there were maids and things to help take care of her. A lot of times the baby in the family is like that. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. That's right, I'm your host. Each Money Making Conversation radio talk show podcast is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. Everybody travels a different path in success. That is because your brand is different. So stop reading what other people are doing successful and start writing your own story about how you will be successful. My guests on Money Making Conversations deliver information about their career, motivation, and how they live a balanced life because we want to hear their secrets to success. My guest on the line today is a former news writer. I love this because it's 
people always talk to me about reinventing myself or transitioning. Or I've been called a renaissance man. I, w- I would call her the renaissance lady on my show today. A former news writer for WXYZ TV in Detroit, Michigan, Motown, and news writer and associate producer for KCBS TV in Los Angeles. She's a graduate of UC Berkeley School of Law. She's also earned a bachelor's degree in journalism from USC and a master's degree in broadcasting from Northwestern. <laughs> Shut up, follow her around. You're going to get lost. This young lady is on fire. She writes fast-paced mysteries that tackle important social issues, which is really why I have her on the show because it's really cool the way she's been able to do that and, make, and probably pull people in and, and open their eyes about educating them. Her thriller, Anybody's Daughter, won the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Fiction. She also writes writes uh, on a pseudonym name called Sassy, Sassy Sinclair. Now the author of the award-winning thriller, Anybody's Daughter, is back with an addictive legal thriller that tackles bullying and its devastating aftermath. What really goes on behind school doors and failure to protect? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Pamela Samuels Young. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You got to let you know, I'll tell you something. I, that, that intro, I had to, I, you know, some, what I will not do, Pamela, on my show is short cha- shortchange people of what they've done. Because that journey, Detroit, you know, L.A., you know, education. Tell us about that journey, you know, because here's, I, I, it took me seven years to get one degree, okay? <laughs> you know what? And I don't, you know, I grew up in Compton. I'm a product of the Compton school system. Mm-hmm. And I always saw education as my way. Um, why is that? And, why is that? Why, uh, why, why did you? Because the people that uh, talk me into saying education is your out. You know, because I, um, I, I read early on. My mother put books in my hand in first grade. You, the book of the month club, and you can get a book every month. And I saw different worlds. I saw a world that was different from mine. And to be honest with you, as a young teen, I saw my mo- women in my mother's lives. I saw how um, not having their own independence changed their lives. You know, one, 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 one of my aunt's husbands became an alcoholic. Another one, let's just tell it all, molested, mm-hmm. what a, molested a family member, and then she's on her own, and she ends up in the project. I mean, I just saw all these women. Well, I had a stable life, uh, family life. My parents have been married for 65 years. I had a stable life. I saw these other women's lives be destroyed. I saw I had a I had a my mother one of my mother's cousins was a victim of um, spousal abuse, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, you know what? I got to be able to be able to have my own. Mm-hmm. So I knew as an early child that education was a way for me to do that, and that's and I was I was off to the races. Wow, you know because when I when so what did you what made you choose the schools that you uh, went for your education? Because like you said, you're a product of Compton. Was it trying to get out of that environment just to see different parts of the world, just to be exposed? What led you, and also what led you to law? Um, okay, I um, I had a chance as a, as a Compton High Schooler to spend a summer at USC. Yes, I think as a I don't tenth or eleventh grader. Oh my God, I was like, my, what a world! <laughs> and USC was only thirty minutes from my house in Compton, but I said that's where I wanted to go. And so I was able to go back, and I set my sights on USC. I don't think I applied to but a couple other schools. And I got into USC, and that was that world. Um, and, you know, I didn't go to law school until I was 30. I finished, um, I finished undergraduate, and I pursued a, a, a journalism, and I worked in, in TV for a while. And I, but I had always wanted to go mm-hmm. to um, law school. But I didn't know any lawyers. I didn't see any lawyers. And it took me 
seven years after, after graduating, eight years to, to say, um, I can do this because uh, I didn't have the confidence then. You know, there were no lawyers in my family. I don't think I even talked to a lawyer before making that decision. But one day, I, and, and I had a real bad day in the newsroom. The tape didn't come up. A producer yelled at me, and some and some just said, "Pick up the phone. We're gonna do this." And this was back <laughs> in the day because when I was a news writer, we, news writer, we were still using typewriters. Right. And <laughs> pick up the phone, called and called. What do I need to go to law school? Take you got to take the law school admissions test. I went to Barnes and Noble, bought a study guide. I had three weeks before that last test at the end of the year to study for it. Study, 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 and got in. Got a decent enough score to get into UC Berkeley. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I had wanted to go all those years, but nothing moved me until just getting the days. Like I don't, you know what? I I need to do this. And I was an older law student. Most of my most of the classmates were twenty five and under when I went right. to law school. And it mm-hmm. was it was actually a great thing that I was thirty because I was more serious about it. Mm-hmm. I took it. You know, it was just and it was and even when I get interviewed for jobs because what what you didn't mention, I spent my last twenty five years working as an in house counsel for Toyota. And 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 what um what. Being, going to law school as an older student was a great thing because I think I was a lot more mature. Right, 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 right. You know, the thing about it is that the, the, the being a leader, that made, that age can oftentimes make you the leader, the natural leader. And, and because people look at you saying you have experiences that allow you to look different, walk different, talk different. And so when, I, when, I, when I'm going through your bio, they say you're, you're a frequent speaker on these topics, which are really extreme topics that need to be talked about. Child sex trafficking, bullying, online safety, fiction writing, self-empowerment, and pursuing your passion. Let's break this down a little bit. Why are you speaking on child sex trafficking? You know, my, when I, the book that won the NAACP Image Award, uh, the idea for that came out of a conversation with a guy back in, I don't know, 2010 or 11, who said kids were being trafficked in the U.S. And we, nobody was talking about child sex trafficking then. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No, no, that's Mexico, that's the Philippines, right. that's Russia. And he said, no, 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 the gangs, the gangs are trafficking girls. And so I went home and began to research it, and I was like, and it blew me away that it was happening in our communities and nobody was talking about it. And that formed the idea for anybody's daughter. Just like um, Christmas Day last year, friend sent me an article about two nine-year-old girls who had hanged themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Nine years old? Who, how, what? how does a nine-year-old know how to hang themselves? Right. And I ended up researching that and learned that the suicide rate for African-American kids under the age of 12 is twice that of white kids. What? what, what? How can that be? And that brought me to write Failure to Protect. I mean, while I, like, I write legal thrillers, um, but I also like to teach something in my book. So um, I try to give you a good mystery, a good legal story, but at the same time teach you something, and I think I've done that. And before I get too far, I say I want to. I don't think you remember. We have a we have a personal connection, you and I. Oh, good. Uh, two of my closest <laughs> friends are Felicia Henderson and Sarah Finney. Oh, come on now, two come incredibly. On. I'm gonna tell you something, Pamela. Women. You really need to stop talking about my sisters like that in public now. Them, they them, are them, incredibly them, powerful. I saw, women. and you don't remember. Back in 2003, mm-hmm. we were you and I were sitting in uh, Felicia Henderson's backyard at a party. It had to be 2003 or four. Well, and, and that was in Pasadena. Got, in Pasadena. In Pasadena. Absolutely. I had just gotten my first book deal, and I was not happy. I was not happy with the amount of money, and I had and you and I was thinking about turning it down. And you said the you said the following to me. You said you said if you only got one book to write, get your foot in the door. And take that, uh, no, if you only got one book to write, 
turn down that deal and go back and shop it and get the best that you can. So if you got 20, 30 books in you, take that deal, get your foot in the door, mm-hmm. and you can you can make more money later. You said, you said, did anybody else offer you a book deal? And I was like, no. You said, you need to get your foot in that door. And here we are, what? What's this? 15? What's this? I can't do math. 16 years later, you and I are talking about money-making conversations. Because if I had turned down that deal, who knew? Who knew when my next deal would have come? Well, you know, and, and one thing, you know, this, this is first of all, your, I love your energy. We was talking, to, you know, with my, with my producers in the room when they listen to the show as well. We love your energy, first of all. You're just a natural passion that is crazy good. But you know, I I remember it because you know, Felicia, that's my I call her my baby sister, uh, uh, taught me how to write sitcom. You know, and then you have you have um, uh, Sarah Finney Johnson who. I think saved my career. You know, she brought me on to uh, the Parkers as a consultant, and at a time where I didn't know what I was, and right, be- and that was right when I, right before when I started managing Steve Harvey, and basically the rest is history. How, how I impacted um, uh, television and radio and uh, social media Absolutely. with him. A young adult version of Failure to Protect goes on sale this month. Now, will you send me a link, a banner, so I can put it on my social media? I will absolutely do that. And what I'm doing is I'm doing my own version of Cyber Mondays. Uh, like I have Patty LaBelle in there. I got my girl uh, Lonnie Love in there. I got uh, Tina Lifford. She has a great book that I have in there. And I, and uh, I, so I'm doing my best. I got 97,000 fan club members. That's just that. Then I got over 800,000 fan club uh, Facebook members. So I got that. I got the Instagram. I got the Twitter. So I'm just letting you know, Pamela, we met in the backyard, in that backyard many years ago. <laughs> Felicia Henderson is still my girl. Sarah Finney is still my little sister. And I'm telling you right now, I'm so proud of what you accomplished. And my job right now is to continue you down that path of success. So whatever you give me and ask me to do for you, I honestly will tell you right now, I will do it for you. Okay? Thank you so much. I'm also excited that <clears throat> the audio book goes on sale this month. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm still a couple weeks away from the young adult, okay. but the audio book goes on sale in 10 days. Okay. And a young actor, Larry Heron, is my uh, narrator. Okay, cool. Uh, get that link to me in 10 days so we can put it out there and get it sold. And like I said, in January, I'm going to put another one out. So, uh, like, so today I have one I'm, going I'm out. I'm with you, girl. I'm I, with you. Okay, I like you. I love Pam. She, she's on fire. Again, thank you for calling Money Making Conversations and Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lonnie Love. You have to believe in yourself. If nobody else believes in you, believe in yourself. With me being the first woman to host Essence Festival with 70,000 people um, to introduce Michelle Obama, that just doesn't come overnight. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lynn Whitfield. Your daughter, Charity, is a hot mess on Greenleaf. Well, she is. She is. She's just trying to find her footing and she got spoiled because there were maids and things to help take care of her. A lot of times the baby and the family is like that. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action.
Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, hold up. You can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your proper planning and your committed effort. My guests on Money Making Conversation have that same passion, and they share that information when we talk about their career, motivation, what they're promoting, and how they live a balanced life and their secrets to success. If you're ready, I'm ready. My next guest, uh, part of a husband and wife duo. I've, I interviewed the duo. Part of that is Dana Chanel. Fantastic, fantastic. Definitely got to get on the show in 2020. Their vision is behind Jumping Jack Taxes. They're the largest black owners under the ages of 25 of a tax corporation in America. They want to make entrepreneurship possible, creating generational wealth by serving the communities we come from and providing success to, through financial literacy. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the first time, Prince Donnell. Thanks for having me. You made, you made me sound amazing. <laughs> well, you are. You are. You know, first of all, I, I can tell you this. I always tell people, because I'm in the process of writing a book, Prince, and I tell people that, you know, uh, you understand your your vision and your passion in your early 20s. And I, I, cause I always tell people, stop. In your 50s and 60s, stop acting like you can't reach your dreams. If you really, if you're not happy with your life, go back to when you're early 20s, when you had that past you 18, when you, when was before people told you that wasn't a good path to go under, before you got married, or before you moved somewhere, before you had some, some casualty or catastrophe in your life that deviated you from your dream. Guess what? You and your wife Dana are in that age group that I'm talking about all the time. That understands the passion, the direction, and you're living it right now. So you are awesome, my friend. You are. <laughs> I appreciate you. Appreciate you. So uh, tell me about uh, when I met you, a little, little history here. Last time I ran into you was at the HBCU week where ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, Magic Johnson, my man Troy Vincent was down there, and we were showing everybody about the experience of HBCU. There was no sporting event, and afterwards we had a college fair where you could get on-the-spot registration, and at that college fair over 1,200 students were registered and accepted on the spot, and there were over nearly $4 million in scholarships that were distributed to the students. Uh, probably about uh, a little bit under 500 got those scholarships. And Dana was there not only promoting that the event was happening, but she was speaking at the event, and that's how we connected. And I said, hey, you said, Rashawn, you going to put him on the show? I said, man, come on now. Come on. Come on. Uh, you know I'm going to bring you on the show. Now, now, since that happens, what's been happening since I last saw you? Let's get a little catch-up. And now you're on the show now, and what's going to happen in 2020? Absolutely. So first and foremost, I appreciate you for having me on the show. Mm -hmm. um, it was awesome meeting you and being at that event. So much poetry that was in the room. And <laughs> basically, since then, from September until now, we've been so locked in going into tax season. Yes, uh, I think the last time that I met you, we've had over 300-plus licensed jumping jack tax partners around the country and now between september to december we have doubled from 300 to 600 licensed partners around the country mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so it's been it's been totally amazing the energy has been ridiculous uh we we're literally shaping the way 
that people are now looking at the tax industry. And I love it because we're one of the only companies that has ever done it where just through culture and just through being ourselves, we're now making it fun for the everyday person that is in our communities, that younger individual to say, hey, I'm taking taxes serious. I want to learn about taxes because of the biggest thing is if I got to literally pay taxes for the rest of my life, right. <laughs> why not learn how to do it? And it's not something that we're taught in schools. And mm-hmm. that's where Jumping Jack Tax is now filling that void to not just provide that everyday person in our community with the opportunity to be able to start a tax business, right? But now offer that same everyday person the education by connecting them with the tax professional in a billion-dollar industry. As people don't know that this 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 thing makes billions of dollars here, Absolutely. and uh, I don't like to you know I don't like to name drop a lot of big companies, but you know the corporate tax companies that are out there, but yes. they make billions of dollars inside of our communities year mm-hmm. over year over year over year mm-hmm. from January through April. They close the gate and then they leave, and you don't see them again until December twenty fifth, right? December twenty yeah. sixth, right after Christmas, mm-hmm. and they open back up. But how many of them are actually pouring back into the community from the billions of dollars that they take? How many of them are actually educating the customer based on why this, why, why why are you even getting a tax return to begin with? And how are you strategically using that money to make investments so you could be financially free? And that's where Jumping Jack Tax is coming in because we're shifting that in this entire industry up. Well, what you're doing is that, first of all, let's look, can you, can you explain us the business, the business model of Jumping Jack Taxes before I start asking questions? Absolutely. So Jumping Jack Tax is a licensing company. A lot of us will look at it as a franchise. And for those that are listening, there's a big difference between licensing and franchising. To me, a franchise is pretty much your glorified employee. They provide you with a business plan and, for example, let's say McDonald's. McDonald's provides you with that business plan as the franchise. You probably got to have a million dollars in liquid assets to even buy into the franchise. And when you do, it has to be done exactly the way that they say. The milkshake machine got to be the same way. The fries machine got to be over there. Everything got to be done that way or they're going to shut you down. Mm -hmm. Now, with licensing, which is one of the biggest billion-dollar industries in the world, uh, just to talk about licensing a little bit, Walt Disney is the biggest licensor in the world. They do over $50 billion in licensing a year, where literally you license out your name to, uh, to somebody, they pay for the licensing, and they're able to use your name to make money right. because you built up a big enough brand. Mm-hmm. We went into the licensing industry with Jumping Jack Tax to where now people, the everyday person can use the Jumping Jack Tax brand that we've built up all over the Internet, all over the country with national branding, to now be able to add that to their tax business, and now they're able to get customers through that. So we pretty much enroll you in online tax prep school, give you all the knowledge and education that you need on basic tax law. We show you how to market your tax business, and we've built our own mobile application where we've created an ecosystem and a customer base to where we're literally sending all of our tax, all of our tax licensed partners leads that are in their area so when somebody downloads the app, it's going to pull their zip code and it's going to connect them with the closest jumping jack tax professional in their area. So we built up every single person that's a licensee of our company with the ability to be a tax professional. Many of them have not even come in with that experience. That's amazing because right now you give them credibility. That's what you are. You're a credibility yes. brand. You're that umbrella. Correct. And it allows people to go onto this app and say, I'm in Houston, Texas. Go to Houston, Texas, and you'll see people that have who subscribed and are licensed through your brand. And how do you vet them, Prince? How do you vet them? The the people who are coming over to us to yes, want sir. to start their tax business? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you a crazy story. A lot of people don't believe this. Is when we had first started licensing about a year ago, mm-hmm. 
I literally spoke to every single person on the phone. Right. With over 600-plus partners, I literally sold all two, like about 250 to 300 <laughs> before we even started adding um, other salespeople onto the team. So I would, it, would, it would be days where I'm literally on the phone from 7 a.m. in the morning all the way up until 10 o'clock p.m. Right. about to close my eyes and sleep because I'm selling every single person individually. Right. Right. I base right. my sales process not just off of income but off of money. Your thought process is very clean, and you approach this from a business perspective. And also you understand that the opportunities to go beyond just making a dollar, but turning that dollar around to, to recycle it within the community. Now that photo, that, right. that video that I was talking about this on the cover of the website, a lot of young people were in that. Were there. Is that, is your yes. brand being built through the, through the, through the younger community? And that is the craziest part about it. Is, and, and I'm still surprised and not understanding to this day, how 65% of our company with Jumping Jack Tech are, are individuals under the age of 28 years old. <laughs> that shows on that photo. I went, I said, this is a lot of young people on this photo here. Look like another little, and, making and it happen. I tell you, I, and, and, and people ask me, yo, Don, what is the secret? How did you get younger folks mm -hmm. to want to believe in a tax business and not even understanding it because they weren't believing in a tax business? Right. Right. In the age of social media right now, they're believing in a person. Mm -hmm. We live in the age of influencer marketing right now. Well, we've never stopped living in the age of influencer marketing. You mm -hmm. take a look. Mm -hmm. Look at the insurance industry. Everybody knows Flo from right. Progressive. They love right. her. That's the reason why Progressive has increased by a billion dollars when they added Flo to their commercials. Absolutely. It's the same thing here. Mm -hmm. You have to be the influencer of your brand. And when people believe in that, mm -hmm. they're going to follow whatever it is you do. But it comes with a level of responsibility. So, so many younger people, mm -hmm. a lot of them are coming out of college. And of course, you may, you know this as well, uh, that college debt is number one in the country as of right now. Right. 40, it's, it's projected that by 2023, 40% of all college kids that graduate with college debt are going to be in default. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. we're at a, over a billion dollars in debt, which means that we have a huge issue in our country as of right now. Mm -hmm. And my sister Prime example, graduated from school. She still can't get a, a job in her degree as of now. So that those are real facts. Real facts. So these kids need a game plan, and unfortunately mm -hmm. their parents don't have it because they don't know. Right. And they grew up in a different time where the Internet was not around. Right. So a lot of these kids, they just needed a plan, and Jumping Jack Tech made them it's start to finish. And, then, and then it's something for them to believe in and something tangible where they said, hey, I can start making money right now. Yeah. I love it. It's, the, it's, the, it's your version of Mary Kay, your version of Avon, your version of Amway, your version of Williams Insurance back when I was growing up. It's amazing. Let's talk about how we can reach out to you through social media, through your website, because, my man, you're on a roll. And then also I'm going to distribute this on my social media sites as well. Tell us, Don. Absolutely. So first and foremost, you can definitely download the Jumping Jack Tax app because you'll be able to find whatever uh, uh, black tax professional or minority tax professional in your area. We're all over the country. Mm -hmm. You can go to the Jumping Jack Tax website as well if you're interested in wanting to start your own tax business. Mm -hmm. And I, myself, am Prince Donnell. You can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, everywhere across, everywhere across platforms. But definitely make sure you download the app to find somebody because I want to be a resource to you, not just somebody that you follow. My man, I appreciate you coming on my show. I appreciate you being you. And uh, first of all, the, the show, 
uh, when it airs, are we going to post it all over my social media platform? I got a fan club base of uh, 100,000. I definitely want to put the, some banners in there and do a special story on you, do a video on you. Because uh, what, you, what you're what you doing alone is special. What you guys do together is superstar and needs to be talked about, documented, and written out, and screams to the high heavens. Because, you know, I've seen this format done on the black, blackdoctor.org. A lot of platforms try to drive you to to a, 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 a you know, minority site or minority business or minority eateries and things like that. The fact that I looked at that photo, that video that's on the on the cover page of your website, and I see all these young people, that means you have customers that are going to be around for 20 and 30 years. Your that's brand cool. will only get bigger and only, only, and, uh, you know, we're going to sit down and talk. I might have to give you a franchise just, just to hang out with you, okay? <laughs> hey, thank you for coming on the show, Prince. Hey, and, uh, a.k.a. Don. And we're going to wrap in the future, okay? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Tell Dana hi for me. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lonnie Love. You have to believe in yourself. If nobody else believes in you, believe in yourself. With me being the first woman to host Essence Festival with 70,000 people um, to introduce Michelle Obama, that just doesn't come overnight. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lynn Whitfield. Your daughter, Charity, is a hot mess on Greenleaf. Well, she is. She is. She's just trying to find her footing and she got spoiled because there were maids and things to help take care of her a lot of times the baby and the family is like that money making conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow money making conversations on facebook twitter and instagram hi this is rashawn mcdonald welcome to money making conversations i'm a studio guest a studio guest it's always fun. I'm your host, of course. Each Money Making Conversation radio talk show says podcast is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. Because everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. My guests on Money Making Conversation deliver information about their career, motivation, how they live a balanced life, which is especially uh, I want to get into my guests who is sitting across from me. And I guess we kind of like bonded recently because we became members of the same council, national council. We'll talk about that in the interview and how they live the balanced life and we'll listen to their secrets to success. At Weddington, correct, Weddington Realty, correct? Correct. My next guest employs a diverse staff of professionals, many of whom are multilingual, which is an asset when dealing with international clients, which lets you know she's worldwide. You know, she's not some domestic <laughs> She is also licensed realtor, a licensed realtor in three states, Georgia, Florida, and Texas. Because you live in Houston as well, correct? Correct. I'm actually uh, a real estate broker. A real so. estate broker, okay. Yes. That's what I want to show is just okay. educate Rashawn because I, <laughs> okay. I, I want to know. I bought enough homes. I want to know, what's a real estate broker? Real, okay, we get all that, you know. Because I, I, I learn from my guests as well. So okay. know that, you know, I, I know a lot. And I will tell yeah. people I'm a know-it-all, yeah. but yeah. then I also ask questions about what I don't know. So the only difference is, is that a real estate broker it can own a brokerage and mm-hmm. hire agents. Every agent has to have a broker. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. 
she just, she just, I ain't even said her name yet. You know, she's just okay. going to you know, you know, that's why, that's why I don't have studio guests. Right now, right? That's the last studio guest of the year. Right here, right here. <laughs> you save the best for last. That's great. <laughs> she also follows me on social media because she knows I'm a baker. She loves to bake as well. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, uh, Sylvia Weddington. Thank you. How you doing? Well, Good. Happy to be here. Look fashionably. Got your black on. Got your hair flowing. That's, that's right. the look. You, you, you know. I always tell people. People say you look nice. They say I know what a mirror is. I, I try to use it. <laughs> it. It serves a purpose in my house, and so that's what I tell people when they compliment me. And I take that compliment in a very, uh, you know, a humble manner because yeah. uh, you know people don't have to say nice things about you. That's right. Thank you. And so when I look at your company, you were talking about a broker and a realtor. You know, because you have all these shows on TV. You know, uh, yes. you know, fix this, flip this. Are, are you are you one of those people? I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> You're not yeah, flipping anything. I'm not flipping anything. You're not going in buying a house for a hundred thousand and then tearing out some walls. And no, then... but I help people do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and we help people do that. So mm-hmm. we definitely, uh, particularly in the area in the um, around the Mercedes Benz Stadium, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a hot area too mm-hmm. for people to go in and fix something and flip it and try to flip it. And so. So that means that if you watch enough television, it means you buy the home at this rate, and you, 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 they do fix it up, right? They and do then, fix it up. And the purpose of fixing it up under a certain fee so they can sell it for some type of profit. Exactly. And that so, you don't do it, but you know clients. I know clients. I have clients that do that. So I'll take them out to preview the property, mm-hmm. and they'll decide whether or not they want to purchase that property, and, we, mm-hmm. and they know what the budget is of what they want are wanting to add into that property. Mm-hmm. And then they... Purchase the property and go in and fix it. And they either, most of the time, they, they lease it out. Right. Or sometimes they sell it. Now, here's, here's the thing. You said Florida, you said Georgia, and Texas. Correct. Why three locations for your company? Well, um, we are a global company. And the, the three locations, because I lived in Texas, <laughs> that's where I started. Yes, ma'am. And we moved around a bit. Mm-hmm. So um, I started, I moved to Atlanta. Uh-huh. And, you know, so I needed to, to have a license uh-huh. here as well. Uh-huh. So I kept Texas. And then, and then it's also a place where a lot of people who are athletes get traded to. Okay. So it's easier for me to be licensed in those states. Plus, I know the lay of the land. Right. Um, right. And I, I know Texas is a, is a no-tax state. Georgia is a tax state. Florida is a no-tax state, correct? Correct. Okay. However, in Texas, the property tax is extremely um, – Inflated, oh. <laughs> so uh, you may not have other taxes, but that property they tax you, will huh? get you, and that does not go away. And that's the thing we let people know that the mm-hmm. property tax, you know, everything else, even the mortgage will go away, but the the property tax does not. Okay, so 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 talk about walk us through your business because you have different layers. So I'm not going to do a disservice and act like you do just one thing because you have a concierge part of your business as well. Correct. So we'll talk about realty, real being a, being a realtor or a broker. You're a broker, right? I'm a broker. Okay, cool. So talk about how do you do your conduct your business in three different states? Well, um, I have a lot of frequent flyer miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I live. I probably can't beat you. Uh, but one of, one of the ways that we do our business is that we um, we are have a concierge service that if you were buying a house mm-hmm. uh, anywhere in the mm-hmm. world, right. we would go and preview that house for you. Mm-hmm. And and narrow it down to three to five properties, mm-hmm. and when you are ready to maybe go to where it is, it could be in Russia, it could be here in the United States, 
uh, we would meet you really? there. Russia? Yeah, in I Russia. Can, I can come to you for that. <laughs> yeah, I have clients in Russia. <laughs> they mainly buy a lot in, in Miami. <laughs> so, But, yeah, you could come to Russia. We could go to China. We could go anywhere in the world. And um, we are... You may we have, have a, we have a global connection. A couple of Russian trips, a China trip. You knock me out the box right there. Yeah, I don't have a lot of those trips. Okay. Yeah, because I have two teenagers, so okay. that 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 cuts okay. down a lot of yeah, travel. We're talking about because we talk. That's how we met. I'm just yeah. a little backstory is that uh, we went to orientation together at the National Minority Suppliers Development Council or MBE, okay. and uh, I know why I went. I, I, I'm trying to. Uh, first of all, I wanted my company, which is 3815 Media. You can go to 3815media.com, and you can see I do. I have talent management. I have, uh, I do live events. Mm-hmm. I do marketing and branding. So I'm trying to find out and create relationships within the industry nationally and especially in Georgia, of telling people what I do. And right. and so what 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 was your purpose of joining the, the council? My purpose was to be able to meet people like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Uh, and people who are serious about their business because, as you know, it takes it, they don't just let you walk in the door. No. <laughs> no. It's a long, drawn-out process mm-hmm. and, you know, and a, and a strong vetting process. So mm-hmm. when you know when you walk into uh, a room with the people who actually took the time mm-hmm. to invest in getting that uh, mm-hmm. certification that they're serious about their business and – you know, just to be able to work and network with right. with other business owners like myself. Well, you know that that's really what this is all about. Because I, I was a number of our organizations you're a part of as a member of the uh, World ERC, which is the Employee Relocation Council. Correct. And then you're also a member of the Global Mobilities. Your Global Mobility Specialist. Correct. So when I'm going through your bio, I'm I'm, I'm seeing that you understand being connected. Yeah. And being and, and being in these relationships and creating an environment because, quite frankly, that's why you're on this show, right now because we we went to the same council. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on this show. So this is extending your brand outside of what you would normally do comfortably. Yes, absolutely, and, and, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and then that's what this is all about. This may lead to something else. It may not, but it's still brand development, or brand exposure. And that's what it's all about with your brand. How long have you been in this type of business? I've been in this business for 20 years. Okay. And it takes a long time to build a real estate business, Mm -hmm. particularly because in real estate, people see you as competition. And so there's not a lot of people who will kind of reach (laughs) out across the aisles to help you. And you kind of have to, you you say you don't listen to other people's stories because it's not yours. And and that's very true. Uh However, you know, sometimes you don't see a lot of that in real estate because they, they just don't do it. You know, they like, um, you know, like, no, you know, this is So, so my, okay, I got that. So yeah. you're out there. Yeah. How do you get your hustle on? I've, knowing that you have no mentors. Yeah. Well, actually, I do. Okay, cool. Okay. 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 Uh, one of my mentors is one who I've absolutely never met, and that's Tyler Perry. I read mm-hmm. a lot. I read all of his things and, you know, mm-hmm. how he was successful, and mm-hmm. it's certainly different because we're mm-hmm. in two different things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I like most is that he says, you know, whatever you're going to do, just step out and, and, and do it. You right. know, if you're going to start, you know, walking or exercising, if you go out for five minutes, <laughs> it's to start and come back. Right. So, and I've actually done that because, right. you know, Did I was you like do it this. consistently? Uh, yes. Okay. And and yeah. now I'm up to 10 miles. See? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I started out small. Uh-huh. Uh, my other mentor is Orlando Lynch at Atlanta Peach Movers. And mm-hmm. he's always available to answer questions and mm-hmm. help me out and text me back when mm-hmm. I have a problem. 
whether it be with staff or mm-hmm. the the running of the business, and and it's kind of related to what we do because right. you know he's moving people, right? And 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 that's what we're doing. We're moving people as well. And so that's really interesting. So so basically by. I guess that's what I'm doing, and I know that's what I'm doing, Money Making Conversation, because that's why I started this show, to just have your story. Your story is, uh, is compelling, your story is relatable, and people need to hear your story. And so as, as, we, as we write down this information that you're giving us, what is your biggest takeaway, a give, a give of information to individuals who, who are listening to you right now? Because you, cause you survived that little, that little dip. Yes, I did. The housing yes. dip that, that President Obama had to pull us out of. Right, in 08. Mm-hmm. So uh, being licensed in three states mm-hmm. was, was a, a great thing as well. Because in Texas, mm-hmm. we didn't, uh, the, the market didn't take such a, a nosedive as mm-hmm. it did here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did in Miami, in Georgia, though, in really Florida. Took a hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Georgia and, and Florida took a hard hit. Why? Uh, because in the, the real estate market uh, there, I, I imagine that there's, there's more people that move into the Georgia area and and they were not they they owned more property mm-hmm. and they had a lot less um, equity mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the properties mm-hmm. and so when when they when they took a nosedive and they had to leave it it just plummeted mm-hmm. so that you know that's one of the main reasons so tell us how to reach you. That's the that's, oh, the, that's, that's, that's the part of why we came on the show <laughs> to let everybody know to build those that, that revenue, the revenue. The, the, well, the, our slogan at Weddington Realty is "Marry the home you love." So we help you marry the home you love, love and that. we are located in uh, Roswell. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, on Roswell Road at 3020 mm-hmm. Roswell Road, mm-hmm. and uh, the office phone number is six seven eight eight one nine three nine zero two. Again, that number is six seven eight eight one nine three nine zero two. And I give you my personal phone number, and mm-hmm. that's uh four zero four nine seven seven nine two two one. So no, no, they need to talk to me, and uh, they, they can you can call me. Yeah, I, you have my personal phone number. Uh, give me a phone call no, and, and we can help no, you no, out. Yeah. This how yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, this how it works. Yeah, I need to talk to my customer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, and, like I always tell, because I give out my number all the time: two one three five hundred two five five five. And uh, if, if people hear that number and they call me, pretty much you're gonna know in a few seconds whether you should be talking to me anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> I would tell people, you're not running me off my number. Exactly. So you, That's you, you, how I feel too. Right. You're not running, you're me, not off running me off my phone. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so you mastered the art of okay, why are you calling me? And I ask people that mean what you can't do to me, Silver. You can't call me and say, Oh, Rashawn, what you doing? I know what I'm doing. Why are you calling me? Right. I know how to say that in a non rude manner. But you will know. Don't be calling I do me as well. And I yeah. that really how my show got started. Uh, I used to I used to tell people I have I don't have time for no non money making conversations. <laughs> <laughs> so it launched money making conversations. I want to yeah. thank you for coming on my show. Thank you. For I know me. that uh, you know this is a place. Whenever you want to promote, uh, do you do any do you do any charity events for the foundation? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I actually, w- with the American, in conjunction with the American Heart Association, okay. mm-hmm. I do. Well, please so. let me know in the okay. future if you need to come on the show, bring them on the show to promote it because of the fact that that's what Money Making Conversation is, develop the relationship and allow you to know that you have a place to come to promote your brand, to promote your causes, and tell people your side of the story. It's relatable, it's fun, and I wish you so much success. And thank you for, thank you. Thank you for being part of my uh, orientation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
appreciate it. This is Money Making Conversation. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on SiriusXM, syndicated nationally, iHeartRadio, Apple, iTunes. Again, thank you for listening to Money Making Conversation. This is your host, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action.